0: It's unprecedented in Mm -hmm. the history of the world. What's happening at the moment?
1: Hey, Steve, how many times have you heard that word? Every time I hear it on the news, I'm like, oh, there's that word again.
0: Who ever heard of the word self-isolation?
1: Hashtag ISO.
0: I reckon there's a lot of gamers in the world that are just going, what?
1: No, New Zealand's in complete lockdown, right?
0: You can't get takeaways in New Zealand. Bottle stores aren't open in New Zealand. I mean, if they closed bottle stores (laughs) in Australia,
1: there would be a revolution. We are being so controlled right now.
0: And it's what the world needs now is a couple of actors trying to work things out for you.
1: Oh, yeah, because actors know best yeah
0: yeah what hello everyone welcome again after a slight delay apologies for that um another episode of yeah 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 nah. what What? and first of all i guess we have to say what happened last week well what happened it was uh, it was me i'm filming at the moment and uh, uh look i guess it's a good thing we we're both extremely busy i was shooting at all times of the day and night and and anyway, it uh, we finally got together today, and uh, we're we're back. Um, I've been we're filming, back. I've been working in New South Wales, and uh, and you guys are you guys on lockdown in Melbourne, Janine? And um, mm. but the good news is the numbers are, are lower. It's sort of circling just over a hundred at the moment, which is good. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could say it is good. <laughs> it's um yeah it's feeling pretty shitty in melbourne at the moment you know there's mm. there's conversations around extending the um state of emergency for a year um which mm. has got everyone in a panic thinking yeah. you know what, what does that mean um you know and, and this is you know i'm a leadership uh, coach so i mm. coach, coach leaders and one mm. of the things i always harp on about is when you're speaking with your people always mm. make sure you give them the full story because if you don't mm. They will fill in the blanks, and it's mm. the same in, in any relationship, any any mm. communication. If you don't tell somebody the full story, they'll fill in the blanks, mm. and it's mm. it's like saying, "Oh, hey, um, we're not going to be we're not going to be planting the apples today," mm. and so. If somebody said that to you, you'd instantly go, Oh, wait, is it because of the weather? Is it because they're bad seeds? Is it because you don't like apples anymore? Is it because you don't want to plant with me? You've got someone else you want to plant with? And so this whole mm. barrage of stories circulate mm. in that person's mind, right? Mm. And I feel like, you know, a lot of this whole COVID experience has been a lot of that, is that we, because no one really knows anything anyway. Um, Mm. people are filling in the gaps and they're so Mm. determined about the truth and it's not the truth. It's their truth or their version of the truth or their, um, feeling of, um, how it impacts them and and then Mm. it becomes the truth. And then everybody jumps onto that, that version of the truth. And so, yeah, Mm. I feel like that's kind of happened with this is, Hey, let's get a 12 month extension of the state of emergency. And people are going, Whoa. What does that mean? (laughs) And everybody's got their own interpretations of what that means and they're so determined that that truth is real.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's like, are you going to tell me or am I just going to make it up? And people yeah. made it up. And I actually yeah. took the time to read the explanation from um, from Premier Andrews, and it makes complete sense. But, you know, but I, I spent five minutes to read like a full page and a half mm. and, you know, how many people would do that. And, and also the fact mm. is they shouldn't have to do that. It should be very clear. It's like the only reason it's a state of emergency is so they could introduce things like mandatory masking and stuff like that without having to go through the process of making it law and, you know, and go through, through the usual processes. It's not like they're mm-hmm. sort of locked people you know well i mean it could be that they're locking people down it's it's like if something happens then they need to act like midnight tomorrow Hmm. they're able they're able to make those changes pretty much exactly the same as they've done and i think you know obviously as you say what people would have thought when they heard that 12 months i thought we're going to be locked down for 12 months Hmm. which doesn't Hmm. mean that but it could mean in 10 months time they might have to lock it lock you down again
1: Hmm. um but Hmm. but
0: they can do it you know as needed Hmm. um so yeah yeah. I, I agree. It's about, it's about communication and, yeah. you know, like it, it, it's, I guess it's not helped because, you know, um, there's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of people pushing, you know, some, some pretty, pretty crazy stories. Um, you know, so that feeds into people as well. And you add with the frustration and, you know, I, I, I know what it's like here, you know, we've like my daughter, for example, they can't, do singing or play recorder at school, and that they've got a hum, you know, and and that's only in New South Wales. I can only imagine what it's like for people in 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 Melbourne and how sick you're getting of being locked up mm. and how frustrated it can be. And you know, I can relate to people. They're going, "No, nah, this is this is rubbish. We need to question why we have to be locked and what mm. it's doing to businesses." I mean, the case of you know example happening in Queensland where someone lost their baby and there was you know. Perhaps if there was a bit more flexibility, like around those border towns, they may have been able to save them. So yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of th- real things that are that are happening that really affect people. So, yeah. like as far as we're concerned, we're lucky. I'm working, I'm out, you know, um, away from home, working. You know, we're wearing masks, we're having temperature checks, we're doing all that kind of stuff. But yeah. you know, it's it's a, it's it's a, it's basically a holiday on a cruise ship compared to what you guys have to go yeah. through at the moment.
1: Yeah. And, you know, when you talk about the, those decisions that people are making around, you know, especially around the border towns, um, I, I feel like people have lost all logic because mm. to, to me, if I was, if, if, and there was another case where there was a, a young baby died mm. and, and this was in, in Victoria and they weren't able to have a full service for the baby and then there was a, an uproar mm. about that and then they, in retrospect, they went, oh, actually that's, you know, if that was me, I would actually say, fuck you, I am actually going to have a funeral for my baby. Like I would actually do that because I feel like Mm. what was essential for me in that moment and when you put things into perspective and you go, "What what are the risks really? What really are Mm. the risks? And the risks are so minimal when you look Mm. at the numbers. You know, majority of cases are in aged care, and and it's been fed as though you know every single every second person that you come across has this virus, and it's not Mm. the truth. You know, when we really talk about where the numbers exist, they're not actually you know living and breathing and spitting all over us, which is kind of the the, the, what the media is making of it. And so, when it comes to something like that, I think people. Can, can have the, the liberty to actually go, you know what? This to mm. me right now is far more essential. So for example, if something happened to one of my children, I would mm. say, screw the rules. I'm going to be with my child because, and, and find me. That's fine. Just find me because mm. you, you, that's completely incompassionate. And in the scale mm. of things, the impact of that mm. um, action is mm. probably absolutely minimal. The chances of that, um that action infecting you know creating a third wave is so minimal that i'm prepared to take that risk but what's mm. happening is people are going like that lady who lost her twin she mm. she had she had twins and she lost one baby because she had to wait 16 hours to fly to new south wales just uh, to, to a sydney hospital rather than she was in northern new south wales which was just across the border from queensland and mm. the mm. gold coast and she had to wait 16 hours to to fly to Sydney and Mm. therefore lost one of her babies. Mm. In that case, surely the medical team would go, okay, this is an exception. You know, Mm. think about it. The impact of that one woman is, you know, if you are concerned about her infecting other people in the hospital, just get a bloody private room in the hospital and just do, Mm. you know, do what you can. Think Mm. logically. People have lost logic because they're living in fear Mm. And when you live in fear, you can't think for yourself. And this is what's mm. happening, particularly in Melbourne, right? So I don't know if you heard, but last night we had wicked storms, mm. wicked. Like I just I, watched
0: the news, yeah. And I, I
1: was staying in um, <clears throat> close to Oakley, uh, and and that's kind of in the region where, where this wicked storm was. And I was just sitting at the window watching the trees, like shaking wickedly. And it was for like five minutes that Balgrave mm. experienced it. And three people died. And mm. I've been looking, listening to talkback radio today, and people are ringing and saying, "What? Well, ca- can I go and help somebody who, you know, the tree's fallen on their house? Can I go and help my mother whose tree has fallen on her house?" And it's mm. like, why the fuck are we asking permission if we can go and help our mother whose tree, a tree has fucking annihilated her house mm. and potentially her health? To me, mm. that is just insanity that we're asking mm. permission for that. So I, I just feel like we're we're so. You can tell I'm riled up about this because mm. you know we're getting to the stage where I feel like we're being so uh, manipulated in our thinking now. It's like no fucking think for yourself. And if that was my mother, I'd be there in a heartbeat. And then I would, yeah. I would. Um, pay up to the consequences or whatever it is but the chances of me going mm. to my mother's house to help her mm. infecting mm. the whole city it's it's impossible it wouldn't happen and well, so you know yeah, like people just I, can't...
0: I, I know it's, it's it's very remote but, but I, I guess that's the thing but with with people thinking for yourselves and they they had people thinking for themselves and then all, all of a sudden they had 700 cases a day in melbourne so i yeah, I, but, I can i can activities... see both
1: But those activities were were like going into a hotel room and having sex with somebody who's been Mm. overseas and is in Mm. quarantine. That's a very different decision than going to Mm. help my mother whose tree has fallen on her house.
0: Oh, totally. One on one, you know. Yeah. But but I think there's got to be streamlined processes like for going, hey, I need to be able to do this. And they go, yes, and they should be able to approve it straight away. Because see, what's happening in New South Wales at the moment? Like we had 13 cases overnight. And like, you know, we we think there's hotspots out west and you know we're sort of northern suburbs etc but like th- there was a um there was a notification that someone went to like harris farms which is our local greengrocer place and you know it, it, then suddenly it's like wow that's very close i could i could have been there that day you know and then 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 suddenly like you know and it's it just spreads so quickly and it's not we, we thought it was particular areas of city, but it's all over it's in the city it's in the eastern suburbs it's in the northern suburbs it's basically even though we're getting small cases at the moment it's still like Infiltrating like like every part of our city, and it can spread so quickly. So you know that, that that's why we're, we I mean we're doing the masks and we're doing what we've got to do. Um, but, but to like be
1: honest I, with you, thirteen cases. I wouldn't say that's infiltrating the city. That's not infiltrating no. the city. Thirteen people. In a no, city but, of how many million? There's like eight million people in Sydney, isn't there?
0: No, but 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 it's not isolated, and and they they, they haven't like I mean, because the whole idea of, of containment, right, is is they contain it and they contain it in a certain area, but then suddenly it goes to another area. So, but what I'm saying is, it's like it, it's it's going to different parts. It's not like like happening in in just in just one part, mm-hmm. and then then suddenly all the people in Harris Farms gets a lot of people. You know, you get people going to Broadway Shopping Centre. Like, there's a massive amount of people there, and like the chances are same as with those girls that went to Queensland, the chances are that, you know, people won't be infected. But right, there's also right. the chance that they, they could be, that there could be clusters. And I know in New South Wales, the contact um, traces, like, that's why, you know, like I went, for, I went for dinner last night, and pretty much everywhere we go, we have to sign stuff. I went, I got some lunch today, we've got to, we've got to sign, we've got to scan, we've got to say where we've been. And the reason they've got that is, you know, obviously because people go to these places. Look, there was a case at 5.30, between 5.30 and 7.30 at this place, you know, if you're showing symptoms, get tested. And and the, the reason why we're on top of it is because they're doing so well at tracing where everybody is. And that's the reason why it hasn't got out of hand. Otherwise, it could just, you know, it's just shown. It's spread like in Europe at the moment. It's, it's, it's spreading again and, you know, as soon as things loosen off. And it's tough, but I do agree that there's got to be some there's got to be some common sense, and there's got to be that they've got to speed things up. Like They've got to go look, you know, is what, what like assessing the the risk of stuff. Like hmm. I, I get it. Like if, if, if someone has an emergency, but like say if someone had an emergency and you wanted to help your mum, and suddenly like you were, like you got yourself tested, and you're hmm. waiting on your result. I mean, hmm. you'd have to go look. I'm going to have to get someone else to do it. Like that hmm. makes sense. If you've got no symptoms. And you think, look, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go and do it, but you know, let's, to me, it's about
1: know. outweighing what, 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 what is the risk, right? So for me, yeah. I, yes, if I've got an elderly mother who is susceptible to illness or something to that impact, mm. I, I, to to that effect. I would, I would reconsider. But if it was my mother who was, she was older, but she wasn't susceptible mm. to illness, and she needed my mm. help urgently, to yeah, me. Yeah. The risk of not helping my mother far outweighs mm. the risk of actually going and seeing her. Now, yeah, and, and this, and is, this think, is where uh, I feel like this is where I feel yeah. like the logic has been lost, and people can't mm. think that way anymore.
0: But, but I think in a lot of cases, and I know when it comes to people being fined for certain things, uh, you know, from, from from what I've heard, a lot of people, you know, if there's a if there's a valid reason, they're not, they're not just going to slap fines on people. I think they they slap fines on people if they're like repeatedly just doing something stupid. Like I traveled ten, well, I traveled 10K to get a burger or some donuts, you know? Um, mm. So I think if you did that and it was a spirit of the moment, I agree. It's like, it, it makes no sense. And I'm sure, I'm sure you'd be, and, you know, people have had fines reversed because I've gone, mm. okay, this is ridiculous. Mm. We just had mm. to do this. Yeah. But we had to take that action. So, like, I do agree. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. guess I'm playing devil's advocate, but by, by the sense of even in New South Wales and like in New Zealand, you know, they've they've clamped down so hard over there again because mm. suddenly it spread, you know, and there were places mm. in Rotorua, there were cases around the place and the reason that they especially new south wales the reason why cases are so low is because they're keeping track of everybody and they are that they they are they're really doing an amazing job of of trying to put a lid on it you know
1: here's the thing though Here, here's the thing steve like you, you just mentioned new zealand right Okay, so New mm. Zealand had no cases or no known cases for 100 and what was it, 107 days or something to that effect? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: Okay, so, so, and then now 107 days later, so that's what's mm. that three, that's how many months? 90 days a month on average, mm. right? So mm. let's say mm. three and a half months ish, maybe mm. almost mm. four months, nothing. Mm. So, how can we sustain that ongoing? So this is so. Are we are we saying that every three months we're going to have this extreme lockdown? Like we can't sustain that as as a society. Nice. So you know, I, I heard a, a guy, the the um, uh, epidemiologist uh, in Singapore, the head of head of um, I can't remember his official title, but he was talking on Talkback Radio today, and he was talking about the differences between what Singapore's done and what Australia's done, and he's pretty mm. much saying that. We just have to just be, be always ready for mm. another outbreak and just let it mm. be and then protect mm. the vulnerable. But mm. so, so what we're doing is we're stopping everything uh, in the hope that it's going to disappear and it's not. It's just always going to be there. It's like the flu. It's just always mm. going to be there. And we just have to work around how we can have it as a part of our society, as a part of our everyday living, because we can't, as a society, we can't, shut down shop completely every Mm. two or three months for how Mm. long for another 10 years It's it's just not sustainable so there has to be another approach and this is what this guy was saying is that you know just protect the vulnerable so protect the elderly and uh, another thing I heard today actually was a woman. But it's not died. just the
0: elderly that get it. I mean, it's not the. Like, it's not just the elderly that die of this thing. Well, primi- you know?
1: primarily it is. It well, is well, primarily. Okay, well, Most well, of I, the deaths in Victoria have been elderly.
0: Yeah, but but at the same time, if you you know, I, I think like the main thing is if you've got people that are hospitalised, it's taking up beds, and and the, the, I guess the whole point of flattening is to is to try and minimise the the squeeze on. You know, like if they let it go too much, and then suddenly that the hospitals become full, beds become full, then it's going to be the other, the other, um, you know, the, the other diseases and the other accidents and the other hospital um, services they're going to they're going to suffer. And I think that that was always going to be the plan. <laughs> but, um, but
1: here's the thing: the, the beds aren't full. so well, of course so they're the, not because um, I got
0: it under control.
1: <clears throat> no, no, because the, because the aged are dying in the aged care. They're not actually. Mm. So a woman rang up today. Her uh, mother-in-law mm. it has dementia, and mm. she is um, she's just been diagnosed as co- uh, positive to COVID. And mm. so they've offered to send her to a dementia um, ward in, in in aged care or in a, in a like a hospice. Mm. Um, and and so they got the paperwork, and the paperwork clearly states. She can only enter that particular uh, ward if they sign a do not resuscitate order. They're Mm. saying that anyone who enters that ward is not allowed to have uh, breathing equipment or um, uh, be, uh, what do you call it, resuscitated to live, right? This is is flat out. This is what they're saying. And then she, so Mm. she investigated it, this woman, and she Mm. spoke to three medical staff one was a doctor, one was a nurse, and one was an administrator, mm. and they all said that is the government policy. Wow! So can you imagine? So what's happening right now is the aged people who are aged, and they asked her what is age, What are they classifying as aged? And she said mm. I got a couple of different answers. One person said sixty-five over sixty-five, which is young, mm. and another person said over seventy-five. So that's even not clear. And mm. then, and then, um, uh, yeah. So, so they're basically saying that the majority of these aged care cases are dying at the aged care facility not in the hospital mm. because they're not being transferred to and oh, they actually the other thing she said is they're not allowed to go into intensive care no intensive care and no what's that breathing thing called when they um,
0: the, 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 well,
1: the, the device they're not yeah. allowed to use that
0: right so. But, but, like, if if they get up, like, to big cases numbers again, like, you know, five 700 a day, like, what do they do? I mean, they, they lock down to try and reduce them. What, do they just keep them there? I mean, because the, the danger is if they don't take action, if they don't take action, like, the 700 cases could easily turn into a few thousand cases a day.
1: But this is why know, they're dying, that, that. because they're not being allowed to be resuscitated. So it's not actually the fact mm. that they've got the COVID. It's that they're not being resuscitated and they're not being medically assisted. So our death numbers would be much lower if they didn't, if the relatives didn't have to sign a do not resuscitate the order. I think that's really? just, I think that's horrid and so manipulative.
0: I, I, it, it really I, 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 I want to see more information about that before I went along with that. I mean, yeah. they're not just going to kill old people, you know. I mean, it's it's. Uh, they, they, i mean w- w- what was the reason they gave for it well, what, what's the what what's the explanation that it was a government that? policy yeah, the but, response you know. she
1: got was that it was government policy and so you can't mm-hmm. i mean who who makes that policy right yeah that's you know
0: yeah. you just don't know I, 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 I want to more. I, I want to read more on that. I mean because you know like sure. the, the fact that the, the factors of if, if, if age people are like in that condition are going to get COVID, um, they'd probably look at what what is the chance of survival of that. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd, I'd, be, exactly. I'd be interested to see exactly. what what that would be. So like would they would they die anyway or like you know if, if they because they're not just going to go oh, just fuck them. we'll just nah. we'll turn nah. the machine off. You know. No, nah. well
1: actually, um, so so the the the. D- or what do you what do you call them the talkback host he mm. actually after that call he spoke mm. to the head of um, aged care response in mm. victoria and he asked him these questions and he said sorry mm. i don't i don't know i can't respond mm. to that he said what i can tell you though and this is shocking he said what i can mm. tell you tell you is um, a lot of these covid cases and i am paraphrasing um these, these COVID cases are being diagnosed as um, death by COVID, but the coroner is reassessing and will reclassify if required. So at first case, I, they're yeah. classified as COVID and then they might be reclassified later. That's I, that's, t- terrible.
0: Well, that's terrible. Yeah, well, well... I, I, I did. I did hear that from someone who said that, that they knew someone, or you know. And this is all hearsay. Like I'm not an expert, but it was a. This business
1: guy is the head of the aged response. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, no, but but because there was something about them, um, the, the state paying for the funeral, or they'd get money if it was a COVID death that they'd, they'd right. be funded. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know. So yeah, yeah.
0: so I, I like. I, yeah. I I think that's a good. I think that's a great idea because you know it's it sounds to me like it's a loophole, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And and, and like, I agree, like, most of the deaths, when you hear them, they're predominantly going to be in aged care,
1: yeah. you
0: know. But my, my I, I guess my thing about, you know, what do we do, and, you know, we get back to the situation with New Zealand, like, eradication's fine, can they sustain eradication? Okay, if they can't sustain eradication, it's like, okay, we're just going to have to live with it. But, like, how do we manage it so it doesn't get out of control? And when I say out of control, it hasn't been out of control yet. Like, it hasn't been out of control because w- whenever we get big numbers – we have lockdowns, and we managed to put a lid on it. And mm. the danger is with this because it's it it can it can grow so quickly, and you know that was the whole plan right from the very start: flatten the curve. We're not going to stop this. We have to flatten the curve because what's going to happen when it suddenly spikes and we have uncontrollable numbers in hospitals, which we haven't had yet because it's been under control. Um, so, you know, like so- our, our 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 measures have been have been lockdowns and to shut stuff down. So if we don't shut it down. What's, you know, what's going to happen? You know, like, uh, are we going to have the, the number of cases they've had in the States or what they had early on in Italy? I don't know, you know. It's, what's, it's, what's...
1: it's such a hard one though, isn't it? Because when you, when you talk about the virus being out of control and not being out of control, there's on equal parts, there is society out of control. So there's um, mm. financial stability out mm. of control. There's mental wellness out of control. That to mm. me is so fucked up. When we talk about mm. yay, we've got this virus under control. When in fact, everything else is out of control. Mm. So if you think about Melbourne right now, you think about mm. you know the suicide rates are fucking horrendous right now. I heard mm. a lady, uh, in mental health, talk about it the other day, and she is they are so concerned right now. In fact, even the government is starting to inject a lot of money into mental health, and they're mm. actually starting to talk about you know people who live alone. So so. If you have an intimate partner, you're allowed to visit your intimate partner. But yeah, I did read that. If you yeah. don't have a partner, you are alone. You're not mm. actually allowed to spend time with anybody else, right? Mm. Um, and so there actually there's a big debate right now saying, "What about all these people who are alone? Can they mm. nominate a friend, for example, and then you know mm. those two people can see each other during the lockdown? Because so mm. so so when I'm saying you know everything else is out of control." I'm talking, and I mentioned this on our last podcast, I'm talking to so many people who are usually so resilient and so um, mm. you know uh, strong and and uh, have really proactive and know exactly what they want and go get it. And those people are just feeling like everything's so out of control. And yet the virus is under control. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't to mm. me, it just doesn't doesn't key well, yeah. out.
0: Well, I, I, I yeah, and 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 I, I think saying it's under control is 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 like is, I think that's overstating it because like it's we've we, we've we've got it we've got it under control to a point where it's not like it's it's not spiraling, but it's still there and it's still it's it's like it's like if you're holding something back and and it's you've got it under control because you got you've got your hand on the door and people are trying to break in
1: hmm. and you've uh, it'll always and you're, be there.
0: Yeah, and it's tiring to hold that door. It's tiring to hold it back, you know. Mm, and it's—it's it's mm. like the old fingers in the dike. It's—it's it's like, mm. it's. Uh... It, it really takes something to keep it out. And it's not like we've got rid of it. It's always, it's at the moment until there's a vaccine, it's always going to be there. Yeah. Um, and it's, and I think that it's interesting to see what's happened in New Zealand because there's been a lot of pushback in New Zealand. I mean, there's been some ridiculous things said about the prime minister in New Zealand, which is just crazy. But, you know, yeah. but there's also pushback where they go, well, should we go back into this full lockdown? You know, I mean, I, yeah. I guess it remains to be seen. Like if, if they get rid of it and suddenly they can open their economy and, and you know, again, like New Zealand reopened everything. And they they had yeah, everything going so well, where we were still floundering, and yeah, Melbourne was, yeah. was was was, was re- regressing. So they've yeah. already been in that situation, um, and and now they've gone back. And people are like, you know, why are we doing this again? And like, I can understand it because it's like, are we? They're probably having the same thought that you had at the very start. Is like, are we just going to keep doing this? Are we going to keep yeah. shutting shit down for yeah. periods of the time? And it's like, well, nobody wants to do that. But what's the alternative? Are we just going to let it? Are we going to let it go? um, or how we, I mean, they can't just, they can't just say, let's just go to normal, you know, just, you know, normal life and just let things run free and open the borders and all kind of stuff. Because, you know, I I guess the the, the risks involved, and as you say, everyone goes, yeah, but, you know, all the, the, the you know, the, the whatever, the the resuscitators and all, all that kind of stuff, you know, they're not being used and X percent are being used and the beds aren't full. But, you know it's like do we really want to just let it go and test that theory yeah. you know what what's what i think what's at stake if we do that and, well this is what's um, so
1: difficult right what's at stake if we what's at stake if we don't and what's at stake yeah. if we do it's yeah. so it's such a challenge and who knows yeah. what the answer to that is yeah and you said you know the new zealand prime minister is getting a lot of hate right now every leader is because mm. You know, like Daniel Andrews is getting such a bad rap. It's like it's how does the dude know what to do in this situation? Mm. Seriously, come <clears> on, people. Yeah. And, no and one I, knows.
0: I, I, and I know the Queensland Premier got, got a bit of a bad rap and, and, you know, and unfortunately with everything. And, like, I know the New Zealand Prime Minister did something and they were like, oh, it's just a party political broadcast, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it's like, well, you know, we are coming up to an election, and she's getting mm. a lot of shit, not a negative publicity at the moment. So she should be able to come out and say, "Hey, we're doing a bloody good job," mm. because she has done an incredible job over there. So it's like, mm. well, yeah. And if you go into an election, and it's it's the whole thing of what you project, right? If if it's an election time, and if people people listen, they're going to automatically start to hear things that aren't there. The, the, yeah. they're, they're waiting to hear her be political. Well she's a fucking politician of course she's going to be political
1: <laughs> and, it's yeah. coming,
0: and it's coming up to an election and, and she wants to get voted you mm. voted in I mean you know like mm. everything is I mean Christ you know if you listen to Donald Trump for t- 10 seconds which is about all I can manage you know <laughs> and, and, and you know and it's like it's it's all completely political and I think that oh, the, the yeah. thing with um, with uh, the Queensland premier palzak was that you know she was saying oh look we have to look after our own people and it's like come on you know, your own people are just across the border. And that's, you know, and, and she was getting accused of trying to get reelected to to try and, you know, be very overly parochial, but it's Mm -hmm. only going to take a couple of instances like that, what happened for, for, for for her to realize. And unfortunately it's not going to be, oh, look, we need to do the right thing. It could be, we're getting a, we're getting a a bit of a bad rap here
1: Mm -hmm. and, you know,
0: that's, that's how politicians operate, unfortunately, but you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I think there's got to be something where the, where the, 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 the Australian government, the federal government can come in and go, no, nah, this is what's happening. You guys, you, you two mm. bang their heads together, like a couple of bloody kids. You guys sit down, shut mm. up, play together, <laughs> eat your dinner. You know, and mm. I think there has to be mm. something in the Australian <laughs> Constitution where they can just bloody do that. I mean, they've already passed the law, I think, the government with, with states making making these economic deals separately with other countries. And I think they will mm. put a stop to that. So, well, to the me… the Prime
1: Minister has actually stood up and said that enough is enough. This border, yeah. this border segregation is enough.
0: Yeah. But he's got no power. Like he, he yeah. can say that he can say whatever the hell he likes, but he mm. has no power to actually change it. And I, no. I think, and I'm not a massive fan of Scott Morrison, but I'm like, I think the the federal government has got to go. Okay, okay, this is bloody ridiculous. Mm. Like, you know, mm. there's someone right over there. You need to, you need to let them in. You know, you, mm. you need, you need to change that. You know, and when you do that, there's always going to be some clowns that, that make the most. That you know, sort of go overboard and um, mm. and abuse the system. But I think basically you know, they need to step in and, and, uh, and have this not happen. Because as you say, yeah. it's just, you know, there needs to be common sense. And, you know, and, and we know we're talking about state governments here. Like mm. there's not an awful lot of common sense to spare, right?
1: <laughs> no and clearly politicians,
0: not. there's not an awful lot of common sense <laughs> to spare. Like any, anyway, mm. you know, mm, exactly. Um, you know, so, yeah i don't know it's it's a it's a, it's a and sc- it's
1: losing battle you know like it just feels like it's just who's right who's wrong and it's it, because it is political right
0: mm-hmm. that it
1: does become about who's right or wrong and that's not yeah. the right and, and, approach and, yeah
0: and 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 i i, I just see schoolies got cancelled and hopefully that yeah hopefully that Hopefully that stands for, like, the rest of time because I just think it's such a ridiculous, you know. And um,
1: To be honest with you, though, Steve, um, so when I first moved to the Gold Coast, um, I Mm. became a volunteer in policing. And um, my boss at the time, she said to me, you know, how do you feel about schoolies? And I said, Mm. oh, I don't know. I don't don't really like surfers on a Friday Mm. night, let alone schoolies. Mm. And she said to me, to be honest with you, Janine, if I had a child, and they were doing schoolies. If they could do it anywhere in the world, I'd want them doing it here because it is so patrolled. And she said, do you want to do it? And I said, I'd love to do it. So oh. I volunteered at two years of schoolies. And yeah. I kid you not, it is such a well well-controlled event you know Mm. i worked with the police so we were working with you know we were taking drunk kids home we're driving them home and you know taking them to first aid and you know building up a rapport with the kids so that they could talk with us if they needed to and you know there were more almost more adults than there were Mm. teenagers because you had the red frogs you had all of these these um organizations who volunteered Mm. during school days and so the, the kids were never alone. They were always there were always people with them, unless of course they were in their their apartments and they would generally yeah, and, get drunk in their
0: and they came out. And I know how the news. And if there's any news crews there on cameras, they'll only use footage of really, really drunk kids, kids exactly. falling over, kids, kids yeah. vomiting or kids fighting. Like that's yeah. the only thing. That's the only footage. They're not going to make. They're not going to no. write footage of 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 kids hanging outside Starbucks, drinking coffees and and having no. a toasted <laughs> sandwich just and just exactly. and doing book club. I mean that's boring as shit, right? <laughs>
1: And, and, they and make I'm a sure good story.
0: and I'm sure that kind of stuff happens, but yeah. I, I know I know that's closed and i know, you know like the the you know just the tourism industry and and you know and all these industries that rely on overseas tourists it's just like yeah. man it's just there's no there's no light at the end of the tunnel at the moment because, no. I, I, you know, in, until there's a vaccine, the, the, the borders, the, you know, there will be very limited. I mean, I know there's film crews coming over because there's, there's TV productions from the States that are that are filming in Queensland and in New South Wales and there's, there's mm. stuff being filmed in New Zealand and there's special dispensations and all that kind of stuff is going on. But when it comes to just the average person just to come here on a holiday, I mean, I just can't see... I mean, Qantas says that they're not going to be flying for another twelve months internationally.
1: Shit, twelve months! You know, wow.
0: So that 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 was the that was the word from Alan Joyce this week. You know, um, wow. You know, they they can't expect, and it's going to be like two or three years before they get back to their the service the way it was pre-COVID.
1: Isn't it like the, the, when you say that? I just I feel the absurdity of this entire situation. Mm. You know, that two to three years, the mm. world. How how different is the world now because of this virus? Like it just to me, it's so hard to comprehend that our Mm. world is so completely changed. Mm. It's it's just—it's amazing. It's not just us. Like most events that happen are really uh, insular Mm. in a city or a country or even in a region, right? This Mm. is global. It's mind-boggling. How global this yeah. is! Not oh, any no. one yeah. has
0: been there, and I think we can be. Bl- yeah, and I think we can be blind to a few things, you know. And and as as much as I, I take the piss out of conspiracy theorists and all that kind of stuff, I, you know, I, I, I there, there is no doubt there'll be there, there'll be like anything. People who take advantage of these of any of any situation, people take advantage of m- misfortune. People are going to take mm-hmm. advantage of, of of the capture of information. People probably take advantage of 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 the fact that all these things have closed. There's going to be opportunities that open up for everywhere for sure. a lot of people. And people aren't sure. just going to do them for the good of of humanity. People are going to do them. For themselves, and I'm sure there'd be manipulation. And when it comes to a government level, and you know, I mean, God knows yeah. what's happening at the moment. You know, you just have to look at what's happening, you know, um, between China and the US, and all the accusations that going that are going backwards and forwards, and yeah. you know, I mean, God, that's, yeah. that's just the minefield in itself. I look like, yeah. I, I just, I, need, I hope two things. I, I just, I hope, you know, for the sake of humanity, they just. Get rid of Trump in November. I mean that that has to happen. That's a non-negotiable. I don't give a shit what really. Joe Biden's done or how useless he could be or what he's involved in, or I, I don't care anything about that. I, they just have to get rid of Trump. And and thankfully, I read an interesting article um, this week about it. That um, when Hillary Clinton was um, was being reelected, she failed to get um, Bernie Sanders supporters. She failed to get the the, the like the hard left behind her. And she also failed to get the moderate Republicans. And there was a guy, I can't remember his name, but, you know, who's basically, you know, one of the Republicans who's a moderate. And he, even though he hated Trump, he was so against Trump. He refused to vote for Clinton. Now the big difference between Clinton and Biden is that it, it, the, the convention this year they had this this guy, this moderate Republican. He actually appeared at the Democratic convention, and mm. and Bernie Sanders appeared and pleaded for everybody to, to you know to, to vote for Biden. So it appears yeah, that he's yeah. got the left, you know, the left of the Democrats and the moderates. Wow. Um, from the republicans which is a really really good sign and trump came out today and said some bullshit about he's going to destroy it and he's going to make it not great and it's like come on man it's it's (laughs) it's wearing thin i mean even 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 the the ridiculous red trucker hat wearing just you know i'm trump until i'm blue in the face bloody voters surely they can see through that shit now surely they can so that's the first thing that's going to happen and and then then we're going to get a vaccine and it's got to be a vaccine that's tested that's well tested that's not just spat out you know i mean i don't have a lot of trust in, in in pharmaceutical companies but someone's got to get something it's got to be tested it's got to be available to the mass market and you know we've just we've just got to get back into it again, and you know as soon as they've got the vaccine for this, they're going to have to start working on vaccines for the next potential one because that's around the corner.
1: Mm. Oh, it's insanity! Absolute insanity, it is insanity. isn't it? Gosh! But,
0: but you know, it's going to be spring. It's spring, so you know it's going to be spring in a few days. I'm going to be planting yep. grass seeds and starting a more veggie garden. So nice. you know,
1: I oh, saw. I like that. I like yeah. that, Steve. Okay, and I've, well, I've, I've just moved back to the city, so yes. um, I'm going to get an opportunity to see how quiet the city is, which um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow morning. Nice. I'll be going on my my one hour walk. <laughs> yeah. To have a look at. Um. It's funny because I've got a friend in New Zealand. She said, "Oh, you're back at your apartment you can go to bunnings i was like you're forgetting one very important thing (laughs) We can't can't go to bunnings (laughs) no you can't we're locked down yeah yeah i will go to bunnings
0: i'll go i'll go to bunnings for you next week oh
1: thanks mate i
0: appreciate
1: that that.
0: you you keep well i've got a wrap party to go to and then uh, i'll just finish filming on this uh, job and then i'm back home so we'll catch up early next week and we'll 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 get the next one done quick smart and uh mate you stay safe look after yourself
1: thanks same to everybody else out there stay safe stay uh mentally sane and um keep engaged in this world that we're trying to exist in right now
0: (laughs) exactly and we'll be back very soon with another episode of yeah yeah Yeah, nah
1: what see ya see you later yeah yeah nah
0: what